How you doing, Kurt? Great. Thank you. Thank you. Always good for, uh, and, and always look forward to this visit. Yeah, this is a repeat visit, and I really appreciate it. Um, season 32 for you with the Barons. Insane. Yeah, you, you have to uh, use fingers and toes to count. <laughs> <laughs> um, as much as I make fun of myself, um, I guess I should be honored uh, by lasting that long. Absolutely. I mean, that's you are a uh, a juggernaut for for us uh, down there in uh, Birmingham. It's great to have a consistent voice, and I mean, obviously, a true professional of the business. So, thank you. Um, so, I guess we should uh, just go ahead and get started. Um, I guess the best way to start talking about this year is mm-hmm. to. Talk about the end of last year because a lot of it ties in. Uh, Project Birmingham. Um, how? How? What, what, was that exciting for you to get all of that talent in one spot? Yeah, definitely. Um, it doesn't matter if you're in year one, year five, year seventeen. Uh, to like you said, put all that talent in one spot, and especially that time of the year. Uh, and I've been in baseball, as you mentioned, for three decades. And by the time you get to August, if your team is not in a pennant race, it's real tough to get motivated. Uh, and, and that was something with Project Birmingham every single day. And it didn't matter wins and losses, batting averages, ERAs, none of that mattered. What mattered was you put a collective group together. Uh, and for White Sox fans, the, the good news is coming out of it. Um, there's a lot of hitting in this organization, a lot of offense, a lot of good things to look forward to, and just about in every position. Yeah, I, you know, I obviously, you know, uh, Chris Getz said that he was not really that worried about the results of what happened last year, um, you know, as a result of Project Birmingham, but was more about, you know, getting them up there and getting them all of the training together and getting, you know, uh, what was that? The iron sharpens iron as it, as it were. You know, the team could have gone oh in 25 and it wouldn't have mattered. But when you get the core group and the nucleus of what will eventually be your future uh, and, and they push each other, they got incredible instruction. It was a unique idea and it was something that, uh, really got us all motivated at a, at a time where the record of the team wasn't good, the, the numbers weren't good pitching-wise. And so it, it just gave you a, a rejuvenation in late August, and I have rarely had anything like that. Yeah, I thought that was a uh, really neat idea. I mean, you know, it's the fact that it's a uh, an innovative, you know, process of getting all those guys together in the same spot and just getting them familiar with each other. Cause you know, you're hoping that a bunch of these guys are going to be playing with each other for quite a long time. Right. Right. That, that is, that, that exactly is, is, is the point. It was basically like an extended spring training or uh, a camp uh, during the season, never been done before. And, and Chris Getz was the, uh, uh, the mad scientist behind all of it. Um, well, I guess, uh, let's move from that into, uh, what's coming for this season. Um, one thing's clear is that, uh, Lorenzo Bundy is going to have a lot of options. Um, 
obviously right now you've got uh, Colson Montgomery and Ramos are both, uh, you know, tending to some injuries right now. So there's a little bit, uh, a, you know, the roster's a little bit lighter than it will be here coming up soon. But I think that's probably actually kind of almost a good thing to start for Lorenzo because he's going to have some interesting things going on because he's got Jose Rodriguez, Moises Castillo, and Colson as well. So how do you think the playing time is going to uh, to work there? I assume that Popeye and Colson are probably going to get the majority of that playing time. I think what I want to do first is make clear we're not sure as of this recording that Colson Montgomery is going to be assigned to Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Um, that that really has not been uh, said to us. So I learned something a long time ago from the great Tito Francona. You concern yourself with the, in our case, the 28 guys you have on your roster. So Lorenzo can't worry about Colson Montgomery, but he does have to get playing time for Moises and, uh, and, and Popeye. And, and that's been easy. Uh, they're going to rotate between second and short. Uh, now, if uh, a week from now, a day from now, or, or uh, three weeks from now, Montgomery says I'm, I'm healthy and he's playing well and he's assigned here, that's when you worry about it. But right now, just let these guys play. Um, and, you know, through injuries, when that happens, it gives other guys at-bats uh, that they wouldn't normally get. So in, in the case of Lorenzo, he gets, gets a longer look at uh, some of the veteran guys. We, we signed a couple of uh, free agents like uh, Nate Mondu. Uh, and uh, Taylor Snyder and guys like that, Chris Shaw, who probably they're not going to be playing over uh, the guys that we mentioned, but give them an extended look now because, uh, you know, if they can help a Charlotte or if they could help you somewhere along the lines and, and get you a couple wins before the, the uh, other two guys get back, great, go ahead and do it. Yeah, and Mondu hit the first home run for the year for the Barons, so uh, he's been swinging the stick pretty well. Yeah, I don't think we had him in our bingo card. Um, and uh, this was a, a very, very late addition. Um, in fact, I remember when the, the, uh, the very first practice, remember the team gets into town about uh, three days before they hit the road, four days before they hit the road. And uh, he said to me, hey, I'm Nate, and I'm sure you don't have me on any roster. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, he, uh, looking at his bio, uh, got two big league at-bats last year for the A's. Yeah, so, uh, got can rake. Yeah, he was decent. I was actually pretty surprised that the A's let him go because you know it's not like, I mean, looking at their roster, it's not that they don't have prospects on the way up, but it you know right. their their sure. major league roster is not exactly you know popping right now. Right, right. Good point. Um, yeah. So the the corner infield stuff you got uh, you got the advanced a batting champ coming up and is going to be there. I assume probably playing some first base and DHing a lot in Tyler Osick. Yeah. Osick's uh, already with us. Um, and he really, uh, uh, his, his uh, tool is the fact that he can catch as well. Um, so he's going to go behind home plate once in a while, play the corners. Uh, but you want, what you want to do is put out, uh, put out a lineup and have his name in there because you know, he's, He's going to figure out how to hit. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and uh, you know, obviously returning, you got Xavier Fernandez on the way back for the uh, for the catching position. Mm-hmm. You also have Adam Hackenberg now as well, so I think that gives a lot of really good options for you know a diverse mm-hmm. lineup here. Well, and, and Charlotte's got three really good catches. I think the surprise guy in the system for everybody is Evan Scout, who catches. Um, in fact, I saw a lineup he's starting today. And with him making Charlotte, that pushed Fernandez back to Birmingham. And Hackerberg, of course, you go back to Project Birmingham. This is where he needs to be. And and he certainly needs uh, a whole, uh, I don't know how many at-bats you're going to get as a catcher, but uh, he needs he needs a season offensively and defensively to get at this level. He's only in his third pro year altogether. All so he, he definitely needs a, a good, hot, long summer in Birmingham, and and then you look at his numbers in September, not in uh, April or May. Yeah. Um. So moving uh, on the to stay on the defensive side of the field here, uh, you've got in the outfield, you've got uh, Yolke Cespedes making a return this year, um, and then you've got uh, Nesloni also coming back from Charlotte after last year, and you've also got uh, Duke Ellison, Luis Miesis, um so you got a couple of new faces, a couple of old faces. Yeah, that, that's the crowded part. And um, last minute, you remember watching the White Sox sign uh, Billy, ha- uh, Billy Hamilton and Jake Marisnik. Uh Those two guys, with the addition of Adam Hazley, uh, the Phillies' number one pick a, a couple of years ago, uh, that pushed down uh, everybody that you just mentioned. Uh, Nesloni and uh, Miasis and you know other guys like that. Uh, it it uh, gave them some depth. It, it slowed down the clock on a couple of guys. Um, but look, you know you have 140 games and and there's going to be an injury. There's going to be a trade. There's going to be a call up. Um, and and we all know that, uh, especially when you look at a veteran like uh, Nesloni uh, and Cespedes, they'll be two of the first guys called up to the next level when spots are available. Yeah, I and also I mean even Victor Reyes as well. I mean they I was pretty surprised that they went out and you know signed a a bunch of you know major league veterans to uh, come in and fill some of those spots. Well, and you shouldn't be surprised because again, the White Sox in the last few years, like like other clubs, they've had a rash of injuries, and before you know it, you're on your fourth, second baseman of the year, and they just wanted to avoid a, a situation like that. Yeah, we are. Uh, we have been unfortunately just uh, pummeled with injuries in the last couple of years. So it, it's yeah. nice to have major league depth for sure. <laughs> yep. Um. So I I assume that you've been paying attention, but forty three strikeouts through three games for the Barons pitching. So we're going to see some strikeouts this year. Well, you're going to see strikeouts uh, last year, this year, and next year until the game changes. I mean, really, the game's about strikeouts, walks, and home runs. Uh, but in this case, uh, Christian Mina has a big-time arm. Uh, I liked what I saw last year in a, in a brief cameo with the Barons. Uh, he's going to rack up strikeouts. Matthew Thompson uh, threw extremely well. And in four innings, six strikeouts. So if he if he commands that curveball, uh, which is deadly, uh, then Thompson will be a strikeout guy. And maybe the surprise guy of the staff is uh, opening day starter Shanley. Garrett Shanley, seven strikeouts in four innings. Uh, a lefty who could be tough to hit. He's, he's tall. He's got a good angle. 
um, knows how to move the ball around. Yeah. Um, yeah, the thing I saw on Amena yesterday that was really nice to see was that the slider and the changeup looked to be vastly improved. So I'm really looking forward to see what he can do this year. Because of his age, he might be the only one that you question in terms of the pitchers. Is he ready? Um, we know we went to Project Birmingham. But when you look at the arm strengths, then you easily say, this guy can learn here at double A, and he's going to open up some eyes. Uh, he's a very, very good young talent. Yeah. Uh, do you think that the other who do you who do you see filling the other two spots? I mean, assuming that it's a five man rotation, are you thinking it's probably going to be Dolander and Seleski? Uh, that, that's exactly who it is. They're going um, an odd schedule quirk, but uh, they will get Tuesday and Wednesday, which will be game uh, starters four and five. And then we'll go back to Shane Lee at the top of the lineup, uh, top of the rotation on Thursday. Awesome. Um, did you happen to catch uh, Gil Luna's inning yeah, from the yeah, other day? I mean, I, although I'm not traveling, uh, I have seen all practices, and then I watched every inning of every game, thanks to MILB. Um, and I'm interested to see his progress. One inning, three strikeouts. Um, and, and, you know, a lefty who could throw strikes is going to be around for quite a while in this game. He is nasty. <laughs> um. So the I, I would think I would say this about Luna. If he was two inches taller, he wouldn't be in double A. That's, that's what they always say. <laughs> yeah, I'd say he probably would have been drafted quite a few ran, rounds higher as Absolutely. well, just because of body. Yeah, I think of, people got scared about his height, but not the arm strength and, and the, the command. Yep. Yeah, he is he is dirty. Um so another guy that I've you know had an eye on for a few years is Luke Schilling, and he's coming back from TJ. And it looks like right now his command is uh, a little bit squirrely, but the stuff is there. Um, I'm hoping to see some, uh, you know, some growth there in the uh, command and getting back to normal stuff. But I think between those two guys, is that who you who you would think would probably end up as a as like in a closer role down there? That closer role, is, I was talking to Caleb Freeman about that. No one really comes to Birmingham in my uh, many years here and, and gets that title. Um, end of the game, uh, if it's your turn, uh, you know, you got a guy like Alex Mateo who has more of a veteran uh, savvy presence to him. The Luke Schilling story um, for people who don't know, and I won't go into the whole thing, they can Google it, but it's nothing short of amazing uh, that he's on a mound uh, after uh, the two major, major injuries, torn lat completely off the bone, uh, a la Jake Peavy, mm -hmm. then comes back, resigns after he's released, uh, is pitching well for half a season, and then blows out and has Tommy John. Um, that is just, just incredible. Now, it's a big, he, he's a big guy, um, good stuff. And you just mentioned, you know, if, if we're looking at Schilling by June, July, you know, I'm, I'm telling myself, don't measure his outings early. Measure them middle and late because he really hasn't been on a mound consistently in three plus years, four plus yeah. years. And then you get a pandemic in there as well. Yeah, that's I mean, it's, it's, a, good, it's a good arm, though. Look, 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 it's a good it's a very good arm and a good body of work. Obviously, that's why the White Sox have uh, kept uh, faith in him. 
Yeah, I you know we we had a one of our guys did an interview with him a a, a while back, and uh, you know it was before the TJ, and you know just talking about the the ridiculous injury stuff that he's had to deal with to come back, and then he came back and he looked amazing, and then uh, you know like you said TJ, and it's just you know mm-hmm. been like one thing after another for that poor guy, um, but yeah cool. the stuff is woof. Um, yeah. So as you had, as you had mentioned, uh, the other two guys that I had had, uh, you know, of, you know, interest for, for me particularly was Alex Mateo. Cause he looked great last year. And so far right now he's struck out six and three innings so far this year. Uh, and another guy was, uh, Vince Vanelli. You're going to have some decent bullpen options down there. Mm, yeah. And that's where it's hesitant to think I'm, I'm saying, well, that's where in the minor leagues and that's where in double, that's where in every level, that's where you win and lose your ball games. Uh, specifically, that's what I've seen double A and the years that the Barons had had a good bullpen. Uh, those are the years that they're competing for a uh, first half, second half championship uh, on the years uh, that the bullpen is, is lagging behind. Uh, you've got no chance to win uh, at this league and at, at, at this level. And, and again, I think you could obviously insert that in AAA and in the big leagues and anywhere else. So um, it, it's a good group of arms. I can tell you that um, they will uh, take a while to get their, um, their roles defined. And uh, at the same time, um, that that's where, you know, most of your games are going to be won from around the sixth through the eighth inning. Um, not, not, innings one through five because everyone's going to hit and everyone's going to score. Uh, can your middle and your setup guys get to the last guy? That's where you win and lose so many of the games. Yep. That is, that is, that is the truth right there. <laughs> um, well, um, really looking forward to the season. Um, you got any places that, uh, other than MILB.TV that you'd, uh, like to steer people to, uh, see your work. Well, the easiest one is KurtBloom.com, and uh, it's spelled with a C, C U R T, and uh, all my stuff there, including the uh, real nice, um, not a tribute, but a real nice uh, tab, if you will, uh, to Michael Jordan and, and all the stuff that we did, and uh, which which is now 28 years ago. Um, it's got my uh, uh, game from the White Sox last year, White Sox and Guardians. Um, and it's really, I, I think I want people when they look at it to have fun with it and understand that, um, I, I love my community. I love what I'm doing and, and the passion that I have. Um, it's not just here, look at this guy, hire him, uh, listen to his tape. It's far from that. It's, it's all about family interaction, community interaction, um, and really trying to be a, trying to be the best team player that I, I possibly could. Great to great to hear your your voice on the uh, on the game last year. It was pretty pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. It was a lot of fun, and um, you know I'm sitting in the bullpen right now. I'm on the roster, like we say. <laughs> um, you know, you got to get on the roster first. I'm in the bullpen, probably in, in a nine man pen. I'm I'm number ten, but you never know uh, injuries and uh, trades and things like that. I might move up the depth chart, and 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 uh, hopefully there'll be a. Uh, uh, a repeat appearance and, and uh, we'll, we'll find out as the summer opens up. Well, thank you very much for your time, Kurt. I appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by and giving us some insight and uh, go Barons. 
Uh, it's always a pleasure, and thank you very much for having me and thanking for me uh, as a guest. And I, I look forward to uh, uh, catching up, you know, midway through, third of the way in, whatever it is. Let's get a let's take a look at those guys we mentioned and, and see what they're doing uh, in a couple of months. Sounds great. I appreciate it. All right. All right. Bye bye.